Right after the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. On this episode of The Commercial Break. And there's Papa on the floor, dehydrated, with a hose up his ass. <laughs> and a bag of diesel fuel. Papa, you drink weird. <laughs> Papa smells like a train. <laughs> Papa. Papa smells like a <laughs> gas station. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. The party in the morning! Oh, yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my beautiful and rather intelligent co host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. <laughs> Bessie Bryan. Bessie out there in the podcast universe. Some would say my better angel. Oh. Some would angel. say the guardrails on this podcast. <laughs> I call you the third rail on the podcast. I know if I've... If I've I'm like the bumper? Yes. The bumpers. I call you the third rail. Like if, I know if I touch something too hot, you're going to give me a look and then I'm going to back off. Or just throw the episode in the trash. One of the two. The server is filled with episodes in the say, graveyard. We've done it before. Oh man, have we done it before? <laughs> Can't get it right around here. <laughs> Anybody knows how to put together a studio? Feel free to call eight five five TCB eight three eight three. We'll take all the help we can get. You know Macaulay Culkin? Yes. You know that guy? Of course. Kid. That guy. He was in that uh, movie I fucking hate. Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. God, I. Everybody loves that Christmas movie. It's like everybody gets here for Christmas. The whole family gets here for Christmas. And everyone gets so damn excited about watching Home Alone. Yeah. I like the Christmas story, National Lampoons, a number of them. The Night Before is my favorite. The Night Before Christmas? It's just The Night Before. The Night Before. It's with Seth Rogen. Oh, that's a good one, too, where they all get all high. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a funny one. It is a funny one. I wouldn't call it a Christmas classic, but it is good. It is in my house. Yeah, it is in your house. I like, uh, what is it, Ranjan and Kumar or... Oh, uh, yeah. Kumar and... The White Castle? The, the White Castle guys. They do Christmas, too. <laughs> they do? With, yeah, with Neil Patrick Harris. And it is a fucking riot. Oh, it I have to watch that this year. just them doing cocaine the entire time. <laughs> For those of you keeping score at home, Brian said cocaine again on another episode. <laughs> I just have to find a way to fit it in to make that one guy really happy. Yes. All they talk about is their sex lives and cocaine. <laughs> it's not true. Sometimes we talk about cocaine, then our sex life. Just throwing that right. out there. Mm-hmm. So Macaulay Culkin uh, apparently has a brother who's yes. been in some stuff. Rory Culkin? Is I, that it? I think I it's Rory. I think. Yeah, he's in uh, one of my favorite shows. Swarm? In, no. No, but I want to watch that. It's okay. getting tons of Yeah, press. on Amazon Prime? Yeah, no. I believe he's in, in Succession. He's, he's in bro- Succession? In the bro- he's let me the give brother. you. Let me show you. A, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's not the guy, is it? I think it's Macaulay Culkin's younger, like this is his younger, younger brother. I think you're thinking about the middle one. Okay. Who has also been in, he also was a child star and he did a couple. Yes. Didn't he do that one where the, like the brother was, he pushed his brother down the well and killed him and yeah, that was a weird, I, I weird, didn't watch weird, that one, but. Yeah. You got siblings. That's a great movie to watch. <laughs> there was a movie called Brian's Song when I was a kid. Do you have a movie or a television show when you were a kid that just ultimately left a scar directly on your brain and you can never forget that particular uh, particular scene in a movie? Oh yeah, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> this is th- this is Brian's song by in the 80s. I think I remember this movie, but I don't I know, know if I watched I it. I know, I think you might. I <laughs> you know, I've talked to other people about this and they're like, "I think I remember mm-hmm. that." Here's the movie. It's Brian 
and his dad and then his brother and his mom. And Brian's having a hard time in life. Brian's like a little bit older. He's like 14 or 15 years old, 12, 13, whatever it is. He's yeah. older than his brother who is, let's call it 12 years old. The little brother can do no wrong. The older brother is just a fuck up, right? Played by mm-hmm. a kid that you saw in some 80s movie, television shows as a fuck up. The father is like the stereotypical 80s character actor. You would know this if I showed it to you. But so anyway, you get the point. Yes. Good brother, bad brother. You know, everyone's upset because bad brother can't seem to do things right. And he's fucking up everywhere. And you don't really know if bad brother is a bad guy or if he's just having a he's down on his luck. Yeah, he's having a streak. (laughs) It's a season of life. It's been lasting for his entire life. So they go to the lake house. They're all hanging out. The mom and dad go away for dinner. There's a lake, a pond next to the house. Ooh, the old scary lake. The old scary lake, the old scary <laughs> pond. But in f- in scenes in the beginning of the movie, that lake was a place of joy. They were like learning how to swim in there. And right. the little bro- the bigger brother could swim all the way out from the middle of the lake all the way home, right? But the little brother couldn't do that at the beginning of the movie. Now, in the middle of the movie, when the parents are away, Brian and his brother get in this little canoe and they paddle out to the middle of the lake And then the big brother keeps on egging his little brother on. You can't make it there. You can't swim like that. Only I can do that, right? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And the little brother is like, stop it, Brian. You're always bothering me. I can do stuff just like you can. You know, like, (laughs) I'm just as good as you are. He's like, yeah, you're good at everything because mom and dad love you more and you're good at everything and I'm just a fuck up. And then the little kid is like, yeah, you are. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to swim to the other side of the lake. And he gets in the water. And then he tells his brother, you swim, you got to paddle right next to me, paddle right next to me with the life jacket just in case. He's like, yeah, no worries. I got you covered. No worries. The kid starts <laughs> I swimming. I see where this is going. You see where this is going? <laughs> and then the Loch Ness Monster comes and eats both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you know, Jason Voorhees pops up out of the lake. Yes, Jason <laughs> Voorhees pops up out of the lake. You know what happens? <laughs> that lady with the ass cloths comes and says, hey, have you heard about ass cloths? <laughs> um... So you see where this is going. The kid drowns. Oh, yeah, yeah. And mom and dad get home. He's in and, trouble now. <laughs> oh, it's a, oh man, I've done Did it now. Did he try and hide the body? No, he didn't try and hide the body. What okay. he tried to do was he tried after some period of time of watching his brother drowned, he then was like, oh shit, I really got to do something here. And so he threw the life jacket in, then he got in the water and he tried to save his brother, but his brother Too wasn't late. there. His brother was already dead. I will always be scarred by this because my name is Brian. And so I always <laughs> felt like, I hope I don't kill any of my brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You probably felt like And it. I was the general fuck up in our house. So I was kind of like, yeah. this fits the mold a little bit, but I will never forget Brian's song or Brian's story or whatever it is for that reason, that moment mm-hmm. right there. There's another show that I will never forget that I haven't even watched for a reason. And that is this this show Swarm. Okay, yeah, which is getting tons rave of press. reviews. Yeah, mm-hmm. rave reviews. Great cast, psychological thriller. Everybody loves it. I Number can't one wait prime. to watch it. Yeah, because Rory Culkin, who is absolutely shred in this movie, he's huge. Like he's stark in one of the scenes, which I just saw because someone posted it online. In one of the scenes, he's just like w- woken up from having sex with a girl, or whatever. He's eating a bowl of strawberries. And his dick is next to the bowl of strawberries squished up against the glass. Uh And you can see his penis. And let me tell you something. I don't know what's going on with those Culkin brothers. But they got a streak of luck that I'll never never understand. (laughs) You got one guy in succession, the other guy in Home Alone, and then you got this other guy with a big dick. 
What the fuck well, is going on with the Culkin the brothers? Prosthesis uh, is used a lot now. I think this is the real penis. <laughs> I think this is the real penis well, because best that's to him. that's what people are saying online. Best to him, indeed, Rory. If well, he's you, not going to dispute it. No, of course not. <laughs> When you and I have our own television show and we eventually have the dick shot because it seems like half the commercial break is penises, uh, talk about penises. When we have that dick shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna claim that Merkin for my own. That's right. To be like that's my beautiful that's my beautiful cockfro. <laughs> Who's upset with my cockfro? What's that? In all its glory. In all its glory. Mm-hmm. This guy had a massive schlong. I mean, just a really nice massive schlong. And now I'm burned in the back of my brain. And forever, when people come over for Christmas, they're asking me to watch Home Alone. All I'm going to think about is a dick and a bowl of strawberries. That's all. That's it. Just but it like, wasn't even the same just because it's a brother. Yes. Okay. Not, well, they all look alike. They all look exactly the same. That's alike. the problem. They're in different stages mm-hmm. of aging. But And Macaulay Culkin does not look like the little cute kid he, he was anymore, right? He looks yeah. a little bit stranger. He's decided to go do his own thing. Isn't he in like a band or something? He's I, like a club kid. I don't keep up with him, but he's he was in something that was funny a little while back. Yeah, and he I was, was surprised. Yeah, I was like, oh, I remember. Macaulay it, 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 didn't Macaulay do ain't the movie Angel, where it was like, or Club Kid, Club mm. Angel, something like that, <laughs> where he played Club, club Angel. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he dance at the local strip club called Club Angel? Am I right about that? Was he also showing his massive schlong at Club Angel? <laughs> Didn't he do that movie about the club kids that killed each other? Like the one guy who killed... Do you remember this? I didn't watch it. Okay, it was but, a really great movie. I okay. remember this, and I think Macaulay was in it. Uh, but those fucking... Macaulay, the club kids that killed each other? Well, they didn't kill each other. One killed one, and then, okay. the other, and then, he, and then I think he also committed suicide. Oh, but God. it was like a sad story. They were running around New York, and okay. you know, one of the guys got a little too upset, and he killed him and put him in the bathtub and dismembered him. And, God. <laughs> and Macaulay Culkin was all responsible. Macaulay Culkin's brother's cock was responsible for everything. <laughs> it was the bowl of strawberries dick scene that drove everyone to murder-suicide. <laughs> uh, you know, yes, I'm gonna, now I'm going to be forever scarred by this, because I, can't, now I just can't help connecting the dots between Rory and Macaulay. you need to watch it and just get over your fears. Who are? Yeah, that's true. Maybe I just Face need to. Your fear. Maybe I just need to get <laughs> hold McCall, Rory's cock in my hands yep. and get over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are some famous brothers that have outdone the Baldwin brothers? I was going to say Baldwin. Baldwin. That's the most notable. The, the McCulkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any other famous brothers or sisters, or like one is be. outshining the other? There's got it. There's there are. There's tons, but I can't think of any. The, the Arquettes. The Arquettes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Patricia and Rosanna. Yeah, Patricia and Rosanna. And then mm-hmm. that other guy who's now like a professional wrestler. Who's that? David uh, Arquette. David Arquette. Oh, he's married to Courtney Cox. He was. I don't think they're married anymore. You don't think so? I think mm-hmm. they are. Did they divorce? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really sad for yeah. him. <laughs> that's I know. really sad for him. Right? <laughs> All that friend's money. Bye-bye. <laughs> Do you think she has to pay alimony in that case? Probably. Uh, maybe. She, she was Because they were married like through that whole time, weren't yeah, they? They, they were, were married forever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Dick Bull, and you know what? This is what it made me think of when I because I was doing research for today's topic, and I just thought of like siblings and families and the weird ways in which they work, and you know, where are Macaulay Culkin's parents? 
Have we ever met Macaulay, Macaulay, whatever his name is? Macaulay. Macaulay Culkin's parents. I mean, I think Are I remember. stage parents? Well, I think years ago he. Like, Sued them? Yeah, it was where you become independent or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, parents. he became independent at like mm-hmm. 16 years old. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, when you have a family that's kind of twisted up, right? And you make something of yourself, I really do give you props. And we all have families in one way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. You know what parents are? They're future invoices for therapists. That's what families are. (laughs) Every family member that's a fuck-up is a future invoice for a therapist. But it's understandable because, you know, we grow up in these tight knits. And then if you don't have a parent around, or if you don't have, you know, in some cases, two parents around, or if there's just, like, general drama in the family, it can really set a family off in the wrong direction. Oh, yeah, of course. And so, what better way to start off today's episode <laughs> than to talk about fucked up families? Than to families, show the strawberry to sh- bowl. To show the strawberry <laughs> bowl. Here's the dick. <laughs> uh, you know, we we kill preachers on this show all the time. Say kill, we don't really kill them. We have fun with them because they're a lot of them are There's fucking so morons much good material there. who are just taking your money and promising you things that'll never happen. I just read that that Joel Olstein. He makes $54 million a year. He owns two private jets, two private jets worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He owns a 70,000 square foot house. He has 20 custom made cars. The most expensive one worth $575,000. It's a Maserati. That's crazy. I mean, it's one thing to like take a nice salary. Yes. All of that money could absolutely go towards helping homelessness, child hunger. He could have opened the doors during that hurricane. Yeah. Remember, he closed the doors to the yeah, church and wouldn't let people sad. in there when they, when they had the flooding in Houston. Mm-hmm. He's a real fucking asshole, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Because you don't need $54 million. No one needs $54 million a year. It's just not... It's an astronomical amount of money being collected on the backs of the people who are working really hard and certainly not making $54 million. It just drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. The message gets lost... Because the method is madness. And Mm -hmm. that's how I feel about it. Prosperity preaching, I get it. You're trying to tell people that, you know, what you think is is what you are, and you got to think positive, and you got to stay focused, and you got to believe in yourself. But to the tune of $54 million, like, uh, uh, yeah, it does. That seems askew. They're selling (laughs) holy water for a dollar, and they're selling 54 million of them a year. It's Uh. fucking insane. He's on Oprah while everybody else in his congregation is, you know, hoping to get a $3,000 tax rebate on their church. I think he's going to take half of it. Yeah. It's insane. But no preacher in the history of preachers has been quite the fuck up that our next guest is. Oh, really? Not a next guest, like he's going to show up in the studio. (laughs) Then Jim Baker. Our next victim. Jim Baker is like the... I, I don't know. He's like the Michael Jordan of fuck-up preachers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this guy is an absolute miserable mess. For those of you that don't know Jim Baker, for too young to remember, just forgot about the story, Jim Baker started it. He started off as like a door-to-door preacher, going around to tent revivals. He met his wife very young. Her name was Tammy Faye Baker. Tammy Faye Baker and Jim then got hooked up with the TBN network, I think is what it was, I the Christian so. or the... Total yeah. bullshit news network. I don't know. Whatever. So he got hooked up. The movie up. is yeah. good. Oh, the movie is good. Yep. The movie's Tammy. really good. Yeah. So uh, watch it. You should watch it if you want the whole thing. But basically, they become super famous. They become the stars in this orbit of this particular Christian news network as cable as cable and satellite are exploding. So they ride this wave, and they decide they're going to build 
like a, a Dollywood, a Disney World for Christians. And how they're going to pay for this, finance some of this, is through the sales of timeshares. So he goes out and he sells about 3,000 timeshares. There's only one small issue. They only plan to have 300 timeshares available to sell. So he has sold 10 times the amount of timeshares than there are actual buildings. And he took that money and he dumped it back into the project or other things. He eventually got convicted. He went to jail for a long time. I think it was like seven years. Tammy Faye, I think, did a, a year in jail or something yeah. like that. I want to say this because, um, because I think it's an important side note. Even though you're not looking for the commercial break to tell you anything serious, <laughs> I'm just going to make a serious side note. I actually think Tammy Faye did some real good in her life because she was one of the first people, first Christians, and maybe one of the first people on national televised, uh, nationally televised program to actually bring a gay man on to talk about HIV when HIV and AIDS was completely yeah. unknown. It was the gay disease. A lot of people didn't want to even go around gay men because they thought they could get this disease when even though it was proven it wasn't true. It was a real tough time mm -hmm. for the LGBT community. Yes. And she brought a gay man on with AIDS onto her Christian network for which she got skewered. And she stood by it the entire time. And for that purpose and that purpose only, for that one reason, that one thing that she did that I know of, I think she deserves a little bit, a tiny bit of credit. I agree. Yeah. Now, Jim's an asshole. And now he's <laughs> selling uh, mashed potatoes by the, <laughs> by the tub to help you get through what is certainly coming, the, the doomsday. Jesus I mean, is coming. Mashed potatoes help a lot. He, Good mashed potatoes. My favorite is enchilada <laughs> in a box. It's my, that's my favorite is enchilada in a box. They sell... That's what he's selling. Fifteen gallon enchilada, like they're 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 like enchiladas, enchilada mix. That's that so weird. Its shelf life is like two hundred years. Yeah. God. Now uh, I've had some pretty bad Mexican food in my life, <laughs> but I don't think the shelf life on any of that was two hundred years. No. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. This guy is selling colloidal silver during the middle of the COVID COVID pandemic. Colloidal silver is literally silver suspended in water. I don't know about you, but I'm not drinking any heavy metals anytime soon, at least not on purpose. I do live near the Chattahoochee River, so I'm probably ingesting the same thing. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yes. This guy is a total shithead. He's continuing to just railroad people and take their money. He, old habits die hard, and Jim's at it again. He's got that's this television show. That's all he knows show. how to do. My favorite part about the television show, <laughs> that's all he knows how to do. That's yeah. right. And he's got a following, and people are paying him good... He seems to be living high in the hog, as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned, from what I can see. He's got this daily He's show. Top enchilada. He's top enchilada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? You know what? Here's the truth. It's it probably is end times, and the guy people with a 200 year shelf life enchilada are going to survive us all. <laughs> Those little yeah, cockroaches are going to be around long after we're gone. I'm going to be like, I'm starving. I don't have anything. <laughs> My neighbor across the street, you know, uh, Snitzel Fritz over there, yeah. is going to be like, do you want some enchiladas? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I do. I take back every word. <laughs> My favorite part about the Jim Baker new television show is that Jim Baker is, seems to be doing this out of an empty mall with <laughs> condos. You have to see it. It's like they're in a... I, I saw that. They're in like a, a food court of a mall. Right. Kind of like New Orleans yeah, like style. Yeah, like a Disney World like facade. The, yeah. yeah the balconies yeah. at the back. Yeah. Imagine you're walking through Disney World or Disneyland, <laughs> one of those hotel resorts where it's like all themed and everything, but it's inside an old mall, right? 
And on the top, on the bottom floor is retail and Jim Baker's stage for some reason why he's doing yeah. this in a mall. But on the top floor. Probably cheap rent. Yeah. Is condos. Condos you can sell. Condos he has sold to people because there's nothing like taking a vacation and waking up to the Jim Baker show. <laughs> it's in the middle of fucking Missouri. Who would want to be there? At some people's Disney, I guess. I guess. Uh, he seems to have a crowd there every time. So Jim, obviously, he had a, they had a very young daughter when he went to jail. And that had to have been tough on her. I don't want to take oh, yeah. I don't want to negate her personal experience. There's no other way that I would rather make an apology to one of my kids for an eternal life fuck up than to do it live on my television show <laughs> in the morning. Let me tell the story about how I fucked over my daughter and how I am going to make it better to her. And let's see if you agree on the methodology the and the sincerity. <laughs> you ready? TCB. Hey, everybody out there in the podcast universe, it's time for the dreaded commercial break inside the commercial break. It's season number four. You've heard it all before, so let's get to it quickly. You can text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-855-TCB-8383. Questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 855-TCB-8383, toll free from anywhere in the world. Visit our website, tcbpodcast.com, to listen to any of the audio, watch any of the video, or send us a message. Hit the Contact Us button. Instagram and TikTok at The Commercial Break. And now YouTube videos the same day they air on the audio feed. They'll air youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. Chrissy and I are very grateful every time you choose to listen to The Commercial Break. If you're ever in the market for our sponsors, products, or services, all we ask is that you use the specialized URLs or codes. Thanks again for being part of the TCB family. Now let's hear from those sponsors and we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. Yes. Let's listen to Jim Baker bring his only daughter up and apologize to her for basically railroading her life. Welcome to the special edition of the Jim Baker Show. Welcome to the special edition of the Jim Baker Show. Does that sound like a... Like the voice of a puppet, like a muppet. Yeah, it almost sounds like Jim Carrey in that. Yeah. Welcome back to the Jim Carrey show. Doesn't it sound like this? It's like this guy's a character. Couldn't they pay somebody? Somebody get Rachel McGrath on this. Yes. Yeah, she does Christian She'd type love stuff. Love to do it. Coming to you from the village of Side, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today it's a Baker family reunion with Jim's daughter. Tammy Sue Baker. Tammy Sue. Now, Tammy Sue. Oh Lord, Jim. <laughs> these 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 religious based names. They're out of control. <laughs> I saw there was a guy that emailed us the other day. His name was Jebediah, and I just mm-hmm. thank you, Jebediah, for writing in. But I thought to myself, what a shitty name to be straddled with <laughs> your entire life. I hope they just call him Jed. Yeah, because Jed's you. cool. Yeah. Jed. In the morning side, yeah. Here are your hosts, Jim and Lori Baker. Welcome to Gray Street. Wow, what a very special day. Tammy Sue is there. And here at Morningside, don't miss a minute of this show. Call a friend. This is the greatest moment of my life. Hey, Chrissy, it's Brian. <laughs> I know it's 4.17 in the morning, but I just wanted to let you know that 
Jim Baker's having a family reunion. Hell you gotta turn this shit yeah. up. Yes, yeah, straight from Morningside. You know that mall that's made to look like a new, that made to look like the French Quarter, where there's no stores or people the living one upstairs. That's nestled in the Ozarks. Right in the Ozarks, Chrissy. Where else would you rather vacation than Morningside, nestled in the Ozarks? Okay, just thought I'd let you know. See you in 17 hours to record the show. Thank you. You're welcome. I just, I just look at you. <laughs> and look at that long, beautiful hair she still has, everybody. You know, look at that. You know what? There's a. Oh my God. So it's really long the hair. The lady that you're hearing, yeah, that is really long hair. I feel like it gives them special powers. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady who you're hearing is the guest, is a co host of this Jim Baker show that we have heard before on other episodes. And she is fucking obnoxious in a way that I can't describe. She is always getting in the middle. And look how much Tammy Sue, is that her name? Uh, Tammy Sue. Sue. Sue Tammy, whatever her mm-hmm. name is. Uh, look how much she disdain, how much disdain she has. Like, oh, <laughs> her face. I know. She's like, leave my hair alone, bitch. <laughs> number one, number two, are they romantically connected? I don't know. That's it what seems I was like wondering. it, right? You're not my stepmom. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling you mom. <laughs> I want you to look at something, sweetheart. Yes, I see. There's a condo. See the blue condo? Oh, that condo. The people that own it are, they have to cut back because they've gotten, where they can't travel all the time. Mm-hmm. They're the most wonderful people in the world. They, they have to cut back because, uh, because I screwed them over in the yeah, first place. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They have to cut back because they decided the condo above Gray Street on Morningside's empty mall was not a great investment in the right. first place. <laughs> they would rather default on the mortgage than come back to Gray Street. I will buy that condo for you. Yes. Yes. He's going to so buy that condo. So anytime you come... No, I'll tell you something. Tammy Sue was like, Dad, this is how you got in trouble last time. <laughs> this is how you fucked up my life last time. Can we not be selling condos to multiple people? <sighs> when she was 16, she recorded a fabulous 33 and a third. What do you call those things? LP. An album. 33 and a third. Three, 33 and a third. Which record player takes 33 and a third? <laughs> the Mickey Mouse record player? Yes, I had one of those. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Is that the kind where you put the special insert yes. in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And her album was called 16. 16. She recorded that when she was 16. Yeah. Okay. She's only 17. <laughs> Damn it, Sue, yeah. She had to record an album. Her brother, her parents were in jail. She's only 17 and my balls are blue, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she recorded it right before her parents went to jail. Oh, nothing make some nothing like spending that last million on Tammy <laughs> Sue's 16 album. Sure to rock it up the charts. 16 years old. Do you remember uh, how much crazy. that record made? It's too much. For, for the ministry? Do you? I think it was a million six. It did. Million? I think it was a million six, seven, four, point three, three. I, I can't cents. remember. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> you stole it, so it doesn't matter, Dad. Six. Yeah, back then. Yeah, 16. 16. Oh, it, it was a million six. Can you imagine? For the ministry. That would be worth now. Can you shut that, up back no, there? Can you woman. shut up for one second? <laughs> Go to YouTube.com slash a commercial break. You got to see this. Oh, doesn't that drive you crazy? Yes. Is that what I do to you all the time? <laughs> no. Okay. And I promised her at Heritage USA that she would have. This sits come on back, her, come on this back. This is in our hallway every single day. We pass by you and we, and we there, pay homage to you. There, oh, oh, she gorgeous thing. That's Look a at long, 
she, that, she was gorgeous. Oh, she is gorgeous. <laughs> Your dad. Oh, man. Yeah. That is a woman after my own heart. She looks like the Debbie Lee from the front of the cake boxes. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the Debbie Lee cake? Oh, yeah. Mary, what she used? Little Debbie? <laughs> little Debbie. Oh, yeah, little, little Debbie. I think She's you were, weren't you 15 when you 15, started it? Um, she was 15 years old when she started produce when she produced actually in preparation for being 16. Old. Yeah, in preparation for being 16. <laughs> this is a well thought out concept album. It's kind of like Pink Floyd, The Wall. It's kind of like when Pink Floyd watched Wizard of the Oz over and over again to get Dark Side of the Moon just right. Uh, Tammy was preparing for her 16 release when she was 15. Mm-hmm. This is a girl who's prolific. This is a girl who thinks ahead. <laughs> We need some of this kind of help at the commercial break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, and I, we were building Mulberry Village high-rise high towers at that time. We were building. We we were geared to build one a month. That's how fast Morningside was growing when people decided they wanted me to come down. And you people decided what? they wanted you to come down. You oversold the condos by 10x. You, there was nothing. There, people were coming home to nothing. You thought that you could just like swap out the timeshares until people didn't figure it out. And by the way, it does not take one month to build a condo tower. That's impossible. What no, are we in why, why is he bringing that back up, too? Because he wants to hurt her feelings and remind I her mean, of what a <laughs> shitheaded father he right. was. And then... And then, remember what I went to jail for? Yeah. This. Remember when other people decided I needed to go to jail? <laughs> yeah. Dude, come on, man! You're still not you're still not taking responsibility for your actions. Nope. Did you get railroaded? Yes, you did. But when you play with thieves, you're bound to get robbed. It's my sin to do it. And the top floor had this big attic part that they weren't going to use, and I figured out I want to use that empty space, and that's going to be Tammy Sue's condo. <laughs> The attic. I, I want to put her in an attic <laughs> because let's be honest, she's not the no best. No one wanted it. Yeah, she's not the best looking baker we've ever seen. So I figured by hiding her away, it was unsold. No one wanted no it. No one wanted and it. And I thought, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to put Tammy C over there. My ugliest daughter <laughs> shall have that uh, attic with no windows. <laughs> Meanwhile, how happy must the people have been who bought the penthouse on the top floor that Tammy Sue and her new studio are going to be upstairs in the attic? (sighs) And she was, we never got royalties. None of, nobody, Tammy Fate, Jim Baker, we never got royalties. People, most preachers make their money from their books and their records. We've never, I gave away millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of royalties. I'm not bragging. But no, that's not something I would brag about, that you made the stupidest business decision <laughs> in the history of the earth <laughs> by not taking royalties to your daughter's own album when she's 15 years old. Sounds like, a, you, sounds like your dad was making solid business decisions on your behalf. I decided that Sue, since she didn't get paid, should have a small royalty off her, her uh, record back then. Hey, man, praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Screw us a little bit of this. Screw us to the tune of sixteen ninety nine for a Tammy Sue thirty three and a third. <laughs> I don't even understand what he's saying. Like he's saying. he gave away millions and millions and millions from the royalties 
that she was pulling in with this album. No, but then he gave her a little portion of the royalties. No, he's saying that he didn't take royalties from his book deals oh, and his oh, gotcha, record gotcha. publishing, mm-hmm. but he did decide that she was, needed to take royalties. <laughs> Everyone knew, get a piece of yeah, that. He knew. He's like, I'm, I'm probably going to be in jail pretty soon, so I'll just uh, <laughs> Throw you give her a little bit extra. Yeah. And I promised it to her, and we were in the process of doing it. And I put her royalty money in the bank. And nobody knows this. I'm just going to confess right in front of you. Jim, as your attorney, I'm going to advise you to shut the fuck up. Or FSTU, as the kids would say. Uh, F-T-F-U. S-T-F-U? I'm not particularly sure. When the world fell apart, we had to live off her royalty money. What kind of confession is that? It's not a confession. (laughs) That's what a parent would do. I mean, honestly, this part, I'm kind of like, well, she was 15 years old. Like, you know, she made a bunch of money. It's the family's money. Yeah. Honestly. But, you know, because... She should have gotten the Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that's right. Right. And gotten independent. (laughs) (laughs) I was separated from that father a long time ago. Meanwhile, you can still hear this lady babbling in the background. She's whispering to herself. And what she said directly before he confessed is she's like, you don't have to say this. That's what she said. Did you hear that? She goes, you don't have to say this. I didn't hear that. (laughs) Fulfilled the promise that she would have a place. She has... She does not own a home. Thanks, Dad. She's never owned a home. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't have a car. She's never had a car. She's never had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, for that matter. (laughs) She just had to put her dog down two days ago. The dog was only three months old. (laughs) Her clothes were from Kmart. After Kmart closed, Mm -hmm. we went into Kmart and we bought a steep discount. And she hasn't been able to afford a haircut in a very long time. <laughs> right. Which is why her hair is down to her knees. Her hair is down to her knees. Yeah. Yeah. That freaks me out. That whole look. Yeah. The hair down to the knees. Crystal Gale can pull it off, but that's about it. Who's Crystal Gale? What? There's, there's another family of, of people. Loretta, Loretta Lynn's younger sister is Crystal. She, was a, a, she is a singer. Oh. That's a look around. Country. Don't even know her. Mm-hmm. She's good. I just think, Sue, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but... I I have no idea how I'm going to financially pay for that blue condo up there. Can everyone please chip in a little extra? I I tell you what. When the hat comes around. Mashed potato boxes for everybody. (laughs) Colloidal silver for everyone. Half off. (laughs) And I know you don't want it. You've never asked me for anything. And you kept my ministry alive when I was in prison. She ran it. When everybody walked away. Why are all those people around? Yes, she did. Uh, What do they do? I don't know. Yeah, why is there so many people on stage? (laughs) It must be all his family or something. It must be all the the extended family. (laughs) And honestly, this feels like an empty vessel to me. Because if you're going to make this kind of... like. If this this gift of like your and whatever it is reparations for the damage that you've caused blue condo and a stupid a, blue condo that she doesn't mall. want yeah <laughs> that's all she probably wants is to be closer to her dad every single morning when she fucking wakes up girls never owned a home in her life and now she's gonna be in the Morningside Mall for the rest of her <laughs> life first of all second of all wouldn't it have been better Jim wouldn't it have been better to have this conversation when the cameras were yeah, off yeah this is honestly crazy. 
ran the ministry while I was in prison. Yes, and she did. came to that prison to see me whenever she could. Uh-huh, yes, she did. <laughs> and she, kept, she brought baby James. Baby James. Go get the drawing off the wall, somebody. Go get that drawing, somebody. Go get the drawing off the wall. Go into his office. It's right next to the empty Cinnabon. <laughs> it's right next to the closed coals. <laughs> the night before I went to prison, we stayed in a hotel room together. And James was Actually, this you, big. How old was James? Do you? I think he was nine months old. And you stayed up. Do you remember James? <laughs> he... He stayed up all, I have to say, you stayed up all night with him. You told me, which was great. He said, you, you sleep. He said, you sleep. And when the baby gets up for anything, you I'm going to take care of the baby. You sleep fit my 15-year-old daughter? Yeah, you sleep. I, I mean, right? Yeah. She's 16. <laughs> she's got a nine-month-old baby. God. And grandpa of the year is going to jail for seven years in a motel room. He says, don't worry, I got this one night that I'm not going to sleep anyway because I'm going to jail tomorrow. And he took care of the baby all night long the night before he went to prison. That was the last thing I did. And then I had one picture with you and baby Jane. Mm -hmm. And I took that picture to all the prisons with me. All the prisons with me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is so morbid. <laughs> That is like the nightmare of nightmares, is that you got to take pictures of your family through the prison system with you. I'm going to prison. I'm just jumping right off a bridge. I'm like, later. See you later. Sorry, kids. We're better off this way. You can have the blue condo. I'm so emotional about this kid, and he's still keeping me alive. When he walked off the plane when he got here, oh, that was it was like... It was almost, it's kind of egotistical, but it looked like I was walking off the plane when it's I was 16. True. I mean, that's how I felt. It's true. But I'd hold that picture of you and James, and I'd hold it up when I was in the insane asylum prison. They threw me in. I remember. And I'd hold that and not. <laughs> I remember. I told them to put you there. Oh, my God. I think they got the wrong person in the insane asylum. <laughs> Who is this lady? <laughs> Who is that? Is that the new Tammy Faye? Because she's a lot more chatty than Tammy Faye was. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, baby James doesn't want you telling the story that all his friends are going to hear about, about grandpa, you know, <laughs> holding the picture two feet from his face in while the he's insane, in prison, in the insane, insane asylum. Prison. Yeah. So I couldn't see. By the way, James, I think they're not calling them insane asylums anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything else? And so then when I went to prison, one of the inmates... <laughs> with pencil drew this moment when she brought James to see me. That's from a pencil drawing. I looked a lot younger and I had hair back there. Still, I had hair when I went to prison. On my nuts and on my head. By the way, he's telling so much in detail. Like, no one fucking, this is a, no one cares. Someone, they, some, one of the inmates drew this in pencil directly before he got shanked on the third yeah. level in cell block D. <laughs> Not sure whatever happened to him. In one time when they put me in diesel therapy, which only prisoners know what that is. They what is diesel therapy? I don't know. Do they stick diesel gas in you or something? That's like, what I was thinking. They just fill the room with diesel fumes? <laughs> Hope that you change. 
<laughs> and force you to get high. Yeah. They pour diesel gasoline on you, make you run threaten, around the cell. to set it on fire. Yeah, that's right. There's a little mouse with a matchbox on the back, on his tied to his back, and he just runs and chases you. Aimed me and moved me for. I went to the worst prison in America, the hell prison. Wow. Well, you made this all about your daughter, didn't you? Right. <laughs> Huge apology. This is the this is why families are so fucked up. Because this is the worst apology in the history of apology. Am I right about this? This is the worst apology in the history of apologies. Because you've done nothing. I haven't even heard him say he's sorry. He didn't say he's sorry. He's explaining away his behavior. He's blaming everybody else. He's telling you how bad it was. But she's supposed to be the focus of this particular Mm. family reunion. Fuck you, James. (laughs) Jim. Isn't well, James. But oh, oh, well, there's baby James. I almost died. There is baby James. (laughs) And other baby Jim. Yeah. Because I, I didn't eat because they told me the dining rooms were the most dangerous place. Dining room. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know. <laughs> hey, it's the Jim Baker Comedy Hour. <laughs> this is as funny as an episode of the commercial Frank. <laughs> I'm getting more laughs out of this than I do out of our own show. I just didn't go. And I was dehydrated and didn't know and a lawyer that loved me called the prison. And they sent the guards there and they and they anally <laughs> replenished my water tank. <laughs> With diesel. With diesel. <laughs> Which is why I'm not so sharp anymore. (laughs) Meanwhile, Tammy Sue looks completely pissed off because Tammy Sue came all this way to get an apology. And you know what she's hearing? She's hearing him blame everybody else but himself Mm -hmm. for his bullshit. You went to prison. Prison is not pretty. It's not supposed to be nice. Took me to the doctor and found out that I would have died shortly. I have not told the story much. Because it's untrue. <laughs> I couldn't remember Because exactly. I just manufactured it yesterday. <laughs> Baby James was with me in that prison. He was with me in all seven prisons I was in. Seven? Damn. And now Baby James. Sweet Baby James. You know the song. We love that song. <laughs> that's why I call yeah. That woman is, is so, so annoying. annoying. Yeah. Look how she's holding Tammy Sue. And she's Tammy Sue, right there in the middle. I know. She's like talking in her face. <laughs> There's nothing worse than an old white lady <laughs> who wants to like talk right in your face. Way. Yeah. Step back. How's your daughter doing? <laughs> Step back. How's everything going, Chrissy? How are you doing? Baby <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> It's good to have a hope. <laughs> this is what he was known for fake crying on li- mm-hmm. on live television and he's here he goes to again it. yeah he's trying to muster it i don't see any tears coming out i think his tear ducts are all dried up from the diesel therapy but <laughs> <laughs> diesel therapy <laughs> we're gonna have to look that up <laughs> all the whole here i'll hold that for you you cry you cry i'll carry the weight I had was James Sue and then he came to prison 
And I don't know, was this visit? I don't know how old he is in this picture. James, how old do you think you are? <laughs> two, one, two. When he was beginning to talk, he, Sue always kept my picture on the refrigerator. So they knew me. My grandbabies knew me. Do you remember he walked up to the <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. I'm picturing, I'm picturing like a map of the U.S. and it, like his little head. His little head on seven different, different places. <laughs> Where's Grandpa? Grandpa's at? going to Supermax in Colorado this morning. <laughs> Who's Grandpa? <laughs> uh, turn on TBN. We'll watch some old reruns of your grandpa lying to people. <laughs> Asshole. He said, do you remember what he said? Yep. He said, Papa. Yeah. He I said, said, I said, yeah. I said, Papa, you have a, you have a really big house. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't tell him I was in prison. She just said, and so he goes up and he says, Papa has a big house. Tons yeah, of bars Papa everywhere. Yeah, there's bars and lots of people with guns. <laughs> and there's Papa on the floor, dehydrated, with a hose up his ass. <laughs> and a bag of diesel fuel. Papa, you drink weird. <laughs> Papa smells like a train. <laughs> Papa. Papa smells like a gas station. <laughs> well, Papa gets lots of diesel therapy in his house. Well, it is called the big house, right? It is called the big house. Um. That's right. There's nothing small about it, except for the place where you happen to be. Right. Big house. A lot of guests. A lot of guests there, too. <laughs> yeah. And so... Yeah, James, let's not try and be funny yet, okay? Just yeah, I, slow down. Slow down. You don't need to be as obnoxious as your stepmom. I know. One of the inmates made this drawing. And one day I remember I was really in bad shape. And you bring baby Jonathan. Yep. And I didn't know you were coming then either. Oh, Nana, I don't know what to do. Help me, baby. My daughter's... Nina's the producer. Kevin, would you sing with her? We could do that. Yeah. The blood could you want man. to do the blood? What? What? So Where this is the worst apology the... in the world, and now he wants everybody to sing. <laughs> this, is the, this is what I uh... wanted to showcase here. This, the, the absolute hypocrisy of this fucktwad. He's selling stuff he knows that doesn't work. He's selling you crap you're never going to need. He's got a television station that beams right into your home that you think prayer is going to save him. He can't... He, he does not... Te- he brought an expert on to talk about AI, and the guy didn't even know what Google was. <laughs> he kept on calling it the Google. <laughs> Everybody knows how to do the Google. <laughs> so he's bringing absolutely zero value to anybody. Mm-hmm. And the one person that he really needs to speak to clearly and directly, which is his daughter, who has been so incredibly harmed by his actions. And guess what? He can't even say, no, I'm sorry. No. He can't even say, I'm sorry. And now he wants to start singing with her. Hold on, just one more minute, and then we're almost oh, yeah. done here. And I love Tammy Sue. But, you know, I love it because when I touch her, I feel Jim. It's the weirdest thing. Every time <laughs> I, always I've said always that. said that. Ever I mean, you guys at, together, right? So I mean, she'd come up and she'll just rub my, rub me, and touch me <laughs> like that. And it's his touch. <laughs> I've been having an affair, and that blue condo is so we can get it on. We're Scissor Sisters. Do you know what a Scissor Sister is, Jim? Oh, yes, Lord. <laughs> this is oh, weird. This is so crazy. When I touch you, I feel Jim. Yeah. 
Do these it's, people not understand how they're coming across? They have no self-awareness no. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I think Jim should watch his own show for a few minutes. <laughs> the most, it's the craziest thing. And I just couldn't wait to feel your touch again. I love you so much. Oh, creepy. So creepy. Uh, we worked with somebody like this at that office building. Remember that lady up at the up in the yes. financial office? Yes. Grabbed my balls one time? Yep. Ugh. What you working with, Cream? <laughs> so so amazing that you would do this for your dad. Oh, can you imagine? Look at this is look at there's your baby. That's a miracle. This right child there. right here grew up That's on Christian television. She grew up. I all those little pictures, right, Mondo? That we've seen so many. Little Tammy Sue running around the set. Tammy and, Sue oh, was literally in grew the up. studio. The first days of her life. She grew yeah, up. She did. The baby stages in a bassinet. Donna was there at that Donna time. Donna knows. And Donna knows. And then. Donna knows. Donna knows. Bring Donna up. Let's tell more of this boring story. <laughs> Donna, can you fill us in on more boredom? Who fucking cares? Jim has lost his ever-loving mind. He can't stick to a story. He's not on point. Fake crocodile tears. Hasn't said, I'm sorry. Gave her the blue condo no one asked for. The blue condo is so bad, the people who owned it gave it back yeah, to you. Exactly. By the way, we would take the blue condo. Send it to 855-TCB-8383. Her friends were all the directors and all. Oh, and yeah. So oh, they have stories. I got a lot of new friends to introduce you to. Oh, I'm sure there was a lot of directors running around after Tammy Sue. Yeah. And I mean, what a shitty thing, too. He, what a after, shitty, shitty after thing. After all of this and everything, like the poor woman never even owned a house. Yeah, she's never I even mean, owned a house. Probably because for life, they, they are considered a financial risk. Right. right. And so, listen, people make mistakes and they make big mistakes. Mm-hmm. And all of us have made some level of mistake that has completely fucked up our, derailed our life, fucked up our life, whatever it is. Yeah. It's going to happen to the best of us. When that happens, you have to be contrite and humble and have self-awareness, of which Jim has zero. He's still hawking the same tune, same song, same guy, same dance, same people, giving him money. Same fucking people. Preach it, Brian. Yeah, amen. And let me tell you something. You're just as guilty uh, as he is for uh, Tammy Sue's dismay because you keep on giving this money, you keep on giving this guy rope to hang himself. It's fucking unbelievable. Stop watching this moron on TV. This guy needs to go work at McDonald's for a couple of years and figure out what real life is, real work is all about. <laughs> and then when she got about this this high, she would do the kids' show, did the kids' show eight years. That was the puppet show that you guys and, had. And uh, it was an amazing show. Damn, they made her uh, work I mean, from a young did. age. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so now we take this like a, le- a, a level deeper of darkness, which is she was really just an indentured <laughs> slavitude yeah. to Jim and Tammy Faye and their stupid <laughs> and their fucking network. PTL show. Yeah. By the way, the network is called PTL, not TBN. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. They're interchangeable. TBN, PTL. <laughs> Look at that doll. <laughs> That's Tammy Sue. She's a little piglet. <laughs> How horrible. If, if Christian television, whether right. anybody wants to admit it or not, the right. kids tuned them in on that. You had to have a separate tuner on VHF, and, and that was in that day. And every so, once in a while, you would see this puff of something go by the 
bottom of the screen. So right, it was Tammy Smooth Sue getting high with the director. Puff, puff, give. She's only fourteen <laughs> years old, but Jim Becker said it's okay. She's only fourteen years old, but in the church, no one's gay. She's only fourteen years old. <laughs> your bottom of your screen, you see this little, this little bunch of. This black hair going uh, by, you didn't. Know, nobody knew what it was. It was Tammy Sue. Just no one even knew where she was. was yeah, no, no one even knew who it was. It was literally just hair floating around. <laughs> Someone scalped Tammy Sue and then put her on a puppet stick. And for years, we didn't know what was going on. And then we realized Tammy Sue's bald. I went and checked on her in the attic. And she, Tammy Sue's bald. Turns out the director scalped her. He was into some weird shit. Oh my god! The cameraman said I used to, and I was this little that I used to duck under the camera. Oh, to try. I could walk under it. She could walk under when she was really tiny. That is so cute. And she'd go sit in the control rooms, and she. But let's. Try. I know it's difficult. Oh, honey. but she can. Oh, she, this. She's a pro. You know what the thing about her? Just let her do her thing because she's got it in her. You have it in you. The anointing is so strong on you. Sing it. And it's such Sing a it. Come on. The anointing is so strong in you, and you have a new blue condo <laughs> in the empty shopping mall, nestled in the Ozark. <laughs> You're a pro. You're a pro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh my God! So a saint. Saint. You are seeing rest. You are. You know what you're giving. You're giving people hope. You got it, okay? You're giving people hope because so many people's children are out there and they want them can to I, come back. Can I just say, just preach, girl. And if preach, if you have kids that don't agree with you, just agree to disagree. You know, because there's a lot of stuff that Dad and I don't see eye to eye on, but it doesn't mean that you don't love them. You know, just agree to disagree because life is so short. It's not worth. Yeah. Holding grudges, not that I held a grudge, so don't read into that, but it's not, yes, you it's did. not worth it. Yes, you did. I would. You're still holding a grudge. <laughs> That's why you're giving this little soliloquy right now. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, we've heard more contriteness out of the woman who got screwed in this situation than yeah. we heard from the yeah. dude. And Chrissy. Does every other man on that stage besides Jim Baker look like they're literally wearing a car tire? Yes. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy how they all have the exact same body type. And if you're here today and you have any issues with your son or with your daughter, with your mother, with your father, I just encourage you today to just let it go. It's not worth it. It's not worth holding on to. Go to that person. Go to your mom. Go to your dad, your son, your daughter, your family member, and just say, you know what? It's done. I love you. I love you how this guy in the background is having a whole yeah, conversation this, this while she's talking. I don't even think he's having a conversation. They're just like nodding no, their head he, together. He's, no, he's turned oh, he's to, to the annoying woman. Oh, man. This is like, this whole thing is like a fucked up. And by the way, I guess Tammy Sue is the new, you know, uh, what's that guy's name? John Lennon of our time. <laughs> right. She's telling everybody to get along. All right. She starts singing. Everybody holds hands and everything yeah. happens. If you're going to fuck up your family, apologize correctly. That's all I got to say. True. Yeah. I know I'll fuck up my family at some point, but got to apologize. Yeah. Sincerely. Praise be. From Macaulay Culkin's Big Dick to Tammy Sue's 16th to 33 and a third. We've covered it all today, I think. How much, I mean, how much more could you ask out of a commercial break episode? (laughs) You got big dicks. You got 
blue condos. You got 33 mention and a third. You got the cocaine mentioned. <laughs> the penis mentioned. You got everything that it... It's like a good enchilada. <laughs> the can of have, them. Yeah, can of them. <laughs> it's this, also, the commercial break has a shelf life of a thousand years, too. <laughs> It'll be as bad tomorrow as it is today. <laughs> So enjoy it. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. All the audio, all the video right there from one location. But the most important thing you can do on our website is contact us. We'd love to give you a free 21 EPM sticker, 21 ejaculations per month. But it only says 21 EPM to clarify. It only says 21 EPM, but it's a commercial break sticker. It's the third in our series of stickers, and we'd love to give one to you for free. So hit the Contact Us button at tcbpodcast.com and send us your address. We'll send it out over the next couple of days. Also, if you'd like to communicate with us directly and have some fun, someone is always manning the phones at 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383. You can call and leave a voice message or you can text. That's the preferred method of communication. And someone at TCB, one of the team members, Chrissy I, somebody will get back to you. No spam. We promise we will never sell your phone number unless someone pays us enough money. So there's that qualification. And we would love it if you would follow us on TikTok at the uh, at TCB. TCB Live and follow us on Instagram, which is at the commercial break. And the most important thing that you can do outside of listening to us every single time we send an episode out, which is like every 30 minutes, you can go to youtube.com slash the commercial break and subscribe to the channel. Watch the videos. It's a whole new way to ingest the commercial break. I promise you're going to love it. Like, comment on your favorite. Uh, we certainly would appreciate it. it. Helps us grow the show. Leave a review. Why not? You know, all the things. Do all the things. We would certainly appreciate it. We love you. We're grateful to every listener. We're grateful to you. Chrissy, that's all I can do for today. I think so. I love you. I love you. Best to you. I'm best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye.